Listener discretion is advised. Good times with Arsenic. Episode 22. Introducing the host, me, Blackbeard the Bastard. I guess people think that I'm a go fucker, which, you know what? Not my cup of tea. I prefer fucking sheep. And our special guest today, Preston fucking Williams. Howdy, howdy. He's a fucking hillbilly goddamn son of a bitch. And um, that's really all you need to know. Right? That's all you need? I don't know. I'm more redneck than hillbilly. No. I, I, I get it. I, I feel like there's a distinction. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep on going, dude. Fuck the intro. All right. Yeah, hillbilly fuck, dude. Piece of shit from fucking Watertown, South fucking Lick My Balls, Dakota. Yeah, okay, and uh, I have I have one question for you, Blackbeard, and I I have some shit to say about it. All right. And so it'll, it'll be a good half hour before we get the, even a question answered, but <laughs> mainly because I know it's it's a politic question, and getting you started on politics <laughs> is, is a dangerous, dangerous thing to do. Yeah, because it usually gets me banned off of Facebook for 30 yeah, fucking but days. But I, I, I have one concern and one thing I want to talk about. And, 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 of course, it's me, and why I'm a red... Rednecks do more drugs than hillbillies. That's what I think is the distinction. And um, so my one thing is Christy Nome overturning the pot legalization that we as South Dakotans voted for. Well, I'm actually glad you bring that up, because here's the thing about Christy Nome for me. All right. Her first week as governor, she did something that I was actually pretty happy about. And that was constitutional carry. I was like, okay, thank God. Because the concealed carry laws, I don't know if you own any guns or anything. Um, but basically, so if you had a pistol on you, it had to be seen at all times. Yeah. But, you know, if you had your fucking pistol or firearm in your passenger seat, and then you get hot in your fucking car, you take your jacket off, and you fucking throw it on the passenger seat, and it's now hidden. That's illegal. Yeah. Like so you, the you whole, couldn't have the it whole, in your glove yeah. box or under your seat or nothing. You had to have it on your fucking dashboard. Yeah. So the whole the whole concealed carry laws were absolutely fucking bullshit. It was just a way for the state to get 20 bucks from you every fucking four years. Right. And it, it was a fucking joke. So, you know, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I know she's very conservative. I'm like, you know, but if she's doing that shit, I'm like, fuck, yeah. And then the whole hemp thing came up. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I understand your fucking husband can't sell insurance. That's why you're all fucking against it. But, dude, it can replace plastic. It can mm-hmm. even replace insulation. It can right. fucking, it can, you, you can have fucking houses made out of hemp bricks. Like, uh, the f- fucking constitution was written on hemp paper. See, the, yeah. It's, the, it's a crop that can survive. It's an alien crop. It shouldn't even exist. Mm-hmm. It's so versatile and it can survive even in harsh ass conditions. It's yeah. like, that's a moneymaker, man. See, Textiles alone. It's that, fucking phenomenal. That's my biggest. Okay. I know you're, do you identify as a Republican? I see a couple of flags here, <laughs> but you, you identify as Republican. No, no, no. no? I, okay. am, I am straight up libertarian. I am a constitutionalist libertarian. In other words, you adhere to the constitution. Great. Um, I like the analogy of saying, um, I want to be able to, um, protect my gay friend's wedding with firearms um, while they're 
greenhouses are growing fucking marijuana. Okay. See, that's, that's, that's like the perfect fucking... You see, that, that's yeah. a perfect balance. I, I agree with that completely. Yeah. I, I also have a, a different kind of balance. I would identify as an anarchist who is very lazy... <laughs> All talk. So no, Facebook no. social justice warrior. All no, right, no, gotcha, no, no, no. Gotcha. I'm too lazy to even type. I, <laughs> I, I actually had a conversation with my girlfriend the other day that her dad, who passed away two years before I met him, but he was one of those like doomsday preppers. And like full oh, so you had a good fucking head on the shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, I believe in balance. Like he had the bug out bag and blah, 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 and freeze dried his turkey and all those shit. And like he, he was full fledged. And like I have an anarchist tattoo on my neck. I have an anarchy sign on my neck. And on my, I have an anarchy sign on one side and a music note on the other because I believe that you should use. Uh, he, he, Remember what your brain is for, and I believe like one side is for mu- like left brain, right brain. My left brain's for music and shit. The other side's for logic, and logically, I say fuck the government. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the one thing that um, I found myself in in a weird, awkward spot that I actually like learned how much I actually grew up and got more knowledgeable about shit. Is when I found myself sticking up for Republicans. This whole last four fucking years. I never thought in my entire life I'd be sticking up for any politician whatsoever. But, um, with yeah, I have a Trump flag, but it's, it's him as fucking Rambo. See, I that's mean, almost funny. That's, I, 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 that's, I, I, I was, I was, <laughs> I was immediately taken back because I saw that exact flag while they were storming the Capitol. <laughs> that is the exact flag on one of the three photos I constantly. But you see. can't deny Trump doesn't but, look but, sexy but, as fuck. Yeah, like that is honestly a sexy photo as it's Trump a as Rambo. It's a machine gun with an RPG attachment on it. I only it's wish there was great. a Raptor behind. Him, <laughs> <laughs> a raptor, a C four strap. Yeah, him. exactly. That's my only yeah. note on this flight. Yeah. But it's next to the "Don't Tread on Me," and I get that. Okay, so my whole point on me being an anarchist and asking this question is: I believe there is only one crime, like down, to, to, broken down to its simplicity. There is only one crime, and that one crime is violating someone's autonomy. And someone's autonomy is their ability to make a choice for themselves. Yeah. And under that, it immediately follows, uh, I don't want to fuck you, don't rape me. That <laughs> that's violates that's good, my that's autonomy. Good, hey, that's a good law. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 er, I picked this fruit. I want to own this fruit. You steal it from me. That's violating my autonomy. Now, under this, a lot of shit, a lot of shit falls into this thing. And, 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 and that's fine. And it blankets it. And what doesn't follow under this is drug use. I want to do drugs. <laughs> I want to take acid, take mushrooms, smoke weed. It's a victimless crime. Dude. That like, is my thing. And I am yeah. violating no one's autonomy by doing this. Yeah, it's when you start taking, when governments start taking away your fucking free yes, will of choice and start dictating what you can and cannot ingest, especially if it's a natural substance. Exactly. It's like, who fucking cares? They're not, if they, if. 
See, uh, it, it, no, if they if they take bath salts and they fucking zombify themselves and they fucking see, eat but some guy's I want to keep face. my face on my face. <laughs> you eating my face is violating my autonomy. Exactly. See, it falls under in the fact that. So if you lock yourself in a padded room while you take fucking right. bath salts, you're fine because you just rip your own fucking face off. It's a victimless crime. Yeah, you're victimizing yourself, but I think you know. We all do that when we masturbate in the comfort of our own but, fucking bedrooms. We're all violating ourselves, and we're ashamed afterwards. But and, and, two and, hours later, we do it again. So it's, <laughs> it's some it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's some fucking form of just fucking uh, being a masochist to ourselves. Do you just uh, self abuse and oh, well, it doesn't I, fucking matter. I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's just because we're comics, but I think all people hate themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and by the way, and, and my point really is. By the government telling me I can't do that, they are committing the one crime in my eyes, which is violate. You're telling me I can't do this when it's not harm. Um, I, I studied Wiccanism when I was in high school, and one of the big things they have, uh, the beliefs they have is this is the well, the main one of the main beliefs in Wiccanism is the law of threes that any spell you cast. Whatever you cast, whether it's good or bad, will come back to you threefold. So you have to decide amongst yourselves if that's worth it. If you want to fuck someone, I'm like, oh, well, fuck this person up. They slept with my boyfriend. I don't care if I lose my hair and blah, blah, blah. But but they, if it harm, they have a saying, if it harms none, do what you will. And that's straight up. Like, that's that, I think that's it's not harming anyone. Why the fuck? She's actually harming people by fucking this up. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. With her whole weed stance and shit, it's it's it brings me back to the Anti Corruption Act. Now, the one thing with the Anti Corruption Act, I if I'm remembering correctly, is the reason why I was thrown down is because there was something illegal in there, and I think it had something to do with outside money coming in, or I don't know. It could just be whatever bullshit that they decided that they want to throw at us. But it was an anti-corruption act. It was all fucking, and that was thrown out of my, people voted for it. And it's like, what faith do we have in our voting system, in our form of a representative republic? How do you bring faith into the whole fucking system when you do that shit? Like, the the fucking we laws, the, the fucking... Um, I don't. I don't remember the percentages. Uh, I know for medical, it was seventy to eighty. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no. And then recreational was fifty six. Yeah, that so one barely you're, passed. So you're 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 telling me that more than half of the population of South Dakota is fucking wrong. When you start treading on that fucking territory, man. You better be ready to be a one-term fucking governor. Okay, I, you're telling fifty-six percent of the people are fucking wrong. Right, right. But two weeks prior to that, she said that South Dakotans want more personal fucking freedom, and then once they voted for exactly. a certain personal freedom, she shut it the fuck down. You so want, they want personal freedom, but yeah. only the they can only have the if freedoms freedom, I choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound like a fucking Nazi at all. Like no, no, not no. at all. 
Give me a fucking break. It, it's okay. It's she. I only have a problem with her when I realize she's. All right, I gotta shout this out real quick. He's fucking drink. Preston is drinking a fucking Guinness and also a fucking Manhattan glass of fucking Jameson. This guy is the epitome of a badass motherfucker. By the so way, I have. I currently great. have one in each hand. <laughs> yes. I'm not setting them down and drinking them individually. I sip at a time. I am one sipping Jameson and a <laughs> pint of fucking Guinness, like a goddamn Irishman that I am. And here I am drinking a fucking milkshake IPA that's made with a uh, Wizard O's cereal. Okay, so I think I think All we right. kind of um, got through the whole ser- that whole topic of the bitch. Yeah. And so I, I have one that just popped in my head as I'm drinking <laughs> a Guinness and a Jameson. Full Irish. Just is that full I, Irish, just today, my mom ordered it for me, um, a DNA test, which is very, oh spe- which is very special to me. Only There's horror stories about people getting those. I know. Find out they're inbred or their dad isn't the real dad. Uh, their no, mom's see, been lying to them their entire life. Well, see, the thing is, I have never met. The man that is on my birth certificate, <clears throat> who has been referred to only as my sperm donor, <laughs> because I am the product of a one-night stand, and I found out this year the one-night stand was on Valentine's Day, which makes it very romantic. <laughs> as long as she got a steak dinner and yeah. some wine in her, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Worth it. Worth it. Yep. Other than, you know, but I taking excited. care of a bastard for however fucking long and ruining her fucking vagina. But, you know, it, it was still probably good. Yeah, day. no, see, because I've always, <laughs> I've always assumed I was Irish. That's why I'm just bringing it up because I'm drinking Jameson and Guinness. And I've always assumed I was Irish because I never met my dad. And that is a telltale sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that there yeah. are Irish. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I'm very inter- I'm very interested in all this because I, I actually do believe. Uh, speak, I, bull- I got bullshit beliefs. I don't know if I said this on tape or not, but I, I know I said it while we were talking earlier today. We had a writing session, me and him, and a couple of other comics. But I have a belief that when you die, <laughs> you in the short time after, often. Not always get reincarnated as a bird. <laughs> yeah, if that ever happens to me, I'm definitely being a fucking pigeon. <laughs> yes, yeah, dude. yeah, you're gonna be fucking, a pigeon. Uh, I as long as I can shit on some rich motherfucker's brand <laughs> right. new BMW yeah, right, right, right. and scratch the paint with my salty shits, I, or I, steal some kids' fucking French fries when they're having their first fucking cruise on a fucking ferry. <laughs> And I'm just a fucking seagull that snatches that whole happiness of breathing in the sea air and you getting fresh french fries <laughs> on your first ferry ride. I just fucking take that from you. See, see, I, I want to point out that I believe in this. I think that's going to be my new religion. Yeah. I, when I die, I'm going to become a fucking seagull back, oh, yeah. or a pigeon to shit yeah, on your go. stuff. Okay, uh, you want to know my... Fr- I, I've studied... You know how cathartic that is, dude? It's like... It's, it's, it's so nice. I'm just like... It's God. not a bad thing, and it's like a second chance. You, I don't know how long you need to be that bird. I'm assuming the life of a bird. So, what, <laughs> at six weeks? Minimum. Six at weeks, least probably. minimum. I don't yeah. know if after that, like, how easy the transfer of souls are. If after that bird, you go, like, maybe to a chihuahua? Do you go to a oh, different dude. animal? If if I if I got reincarnated as a fucking rat dog, <laughs> I would definitely run what, out of traffic what, okay, my first you, day. If you could do any just animal. Just fucking, oh, 
any animal reincarnation, like straight from you, you have full consciousness. Uh, where are you going into? I'm conflicted because there's at least two that I like to fucking be. Uh, I always like flight, so I want to be a fucking eagle of some sort. But if I wanted to rape and pillage and fuck up some motherfuckers, I want to be a Komodo dragon, dude. With fucking bacteria, saliva that I just bite you once and then I don't even hunt you anymore because I know in a couple of days you're going to die from bacterial infections. Or when if you get too close, the power of my tail can literally decapitate a fucking human. I mean, <laughs> that's fucking great. But what we just got on talking about with the whole pigeon thing. I mean, shouldn't I rent rich people's fucking cars and scratch on their paint with my salty or my fucking uh, grainy, sandy shit? I, like, I just like that. I could live that life. Eat junk food out of the trash. Fuck oh, it's a nice three it, years. You know, it's yeah, a nice it, three it, years. It's a nice it's three a years. Nice, okay, I actually have a belief that uh, everyone says like live today like your last day. I say fuck that. I live my day. I live my life like I have three years left to live, and <laughs> uh, pay taxes twice. That's enough responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Like when I sign my first mortgage and it's like thirty years, I'm like these fuckers. I'm only be alive for three. <laughs> you know that that was that was my mentality for the longest fucking time because the biggest lie I ever fucking told, other than 9/11 not being an inside job, uh, was uh, that you, you when mind? you when you fucking die, that your credit shit, your credit debt, goes on to your fucking family. That's not fucking true. You might we take a break? My girl's calling me for the third time. This seems important. Oh god damn, dude! All right, you know what? We'll go to a fucking commercial right fucking yeah. now. So. He can get phone sex out of the way. Hey, bottom stops <laughs> and points in between. You want to make an easy $15? <laughs> come come check us out at Frank's House of Fluff and be a fluffer. All you got to do is jerk off our porn star's nine-inch cock. <laughs> or maybe even stick your thumb in his ass or something. Check us out on dratmb.com. That's Dr. Adam Bomb on the web. All right, that was a fun fucking blowjob glory hole fest fucking break. Oh, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Blackbeard. That All was, right, I got, how's your jaw? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I'm used to bigger dicks, and yours was, <laughs> yours was definitely a good break for my fucking jaw to heal up. See, that's no what effort whatsoever. Yep, that's all I put into it. No <laughs> effort. <laughs> yeah, I had to fucking do all the fucking work. I don't know. Fucking... I, I just had to save her a guess. I we took the break because uh, I texted my girlfriend while we were doing this. Uh, have you eaten yet? She responded, "No." I said, "How about Mexican?" She said, "Absolutely," but I didn't read that because I was talking to you guys. <laughs> and I received I I I I received a series of texts, and I'll just read you a couple. Preston, Preston, Preston. If you ignore me one more time, I'm putting Tabasco in your special lotion. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I called her right after we took the break. I didn't see any of those texts at all. I got, I go, hey, babe. He goes, did you see my third? I go, no. She goes, good. Because <laughs> now, you know, she was fearful that you wouldn't buy her fucking food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she like, was. Delete it! She, delete it! She hasn't eaten yet. She's very. She's very, feral. She's, she's feral. feral right she, anything could happen. Oh my god. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, dude. Angry fucking women or hung, 
What is it? Hangry fucking women, dude. I just got a Mexican. That's just her. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, 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 lo- I love dating a Mexican because I'm white. And that gives me range as a comedian. <laughs> like I, I have, well, we've been dating four years, and I have one joke that uh, I, me, my girlfriend's Mexican, and I'm very excited to have a family with her because no matter how many kids we have, they're gonna fit in one car seat. <laughs> uh, you know, I wouldn't mind having nothing but fucking. Um, what am I trying to think of here? What is the fucking shit? Uh, tortas and fucking unlimited amounts of fucking queso. <laughs> During that entire relationship, yeah, just I got unlimited guac. My my, <laughs> girl, my girl will in places live. that I don't want to find. No, okay, guac, okay, okay. But, <laughs> but it's there. It's this, fucking okay. everywhere. Okay, it's like I, glitter in a Mexican family. Guac is literally everywhere in every orifices. I understand uh, white trash. <laughs> I grew up in this. Uh, I, I I understand, but. The white trashness in other ethnicities is hilarious. Yeah. Like, my girl will get guac from a restaurant and go, no, oh, that ain't good enough. And then go fix that fucking guac. <laughs> no, I didn't need some more garlic powder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they need a, so, a little more tomato. They ain't put enough pico de gallo no, in that. They, they, there's no cilantro in this bitch at all. <sighs> it's this usually the problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Goddamn, better believe it. <clears throat> uh, what were we talking about? Fucking, <clears throat> we were done with that. Bitch, you're talking about dirty jokes, dirty jokes, dirty dude. jokes. Have you ever okay? What is you okay? You are a nasty motherfucker. I do my best. You yeah. do your best. You do your best. You do best. <laughs> have you? I have. I remember one time. Oh, okay, I'll talk about this. I one time just as a writing exercise. Um, just decided to, we had seven minutes at the open mic that week and I decided to write the most, what I now know the industry term is blue, blue, blue comedy or whatever, but I, I don't think that was it, just nasty. Yeah. I just, it was, it was such a horrific set that when <laughs> I got off stage, the owner of the club was sitting at the back of the club with his hand in his face and he looked he just goes Jesus fuck that was hard to watch <laughs> he said Jesus fuck that's when you know you did really I well I did good I had a biggest smile I ever had on my face but I love that cause okay the, uh, critically uh, according to other people I don't even like this joke but according to people this is the best joke one liner I have and I do end my Whenever I don't tell a joke and just tell stories during a set, I always like, I got to tell a joke. <laughs> I, I'll end my sets with, I, I'll tell you guys a joke. I feel like I should. I'm a comic. <laughs> but I ended with this one, and it came out of just writing the most horrible set that I wrote, which was, uh, I think I feel the same way about potato salad as lesbians do about dick. <laughs> Because every time I say I don't like it, someone always goes, well, you haven't tried mine yet. (laughs) And that came out of five minutes 
Of just so, like I, I had a joke about there <laughs> about I think every guy that has a Prince Albert is a fucking idiot <laughs> because you don't have any foresight or probably foreskin. Because you're going to get a Prince Albert, and then you're going to cheat on your girlfriend. I know, because you're a piece of shit. I know, because you have a Prince Albert. And she's going to tase you in the dick, and you're going to have a lightning rod there. And that's just a horrible joke. It has a kibble giggles, but it honestly, structurally, it's just a bad joke. It has no start. has no ending. It's just some filler. It's just, and just all that shit. I had some terrible shit. I, I'll, I'll, okay. I wrote this set. And then 30 minutes before I went up, and this is when I knew I had integrity as a comic. Because I went up there, I'm going to do this set. I don't care what, I don't care what, what thoughts come in my head, like, no one will laugh at this, don't do, don't do it, blah, 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 this is too bad. I'm ignoring all of that. And 30 minutes before I went up on stage, on the most horrible seven minutes I've ever written, my mom calls me. <laughs> <laughs> and says, I'm in town. Are you performing tonight? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> and she came in. And I, I will tell you the joke afterwards. But what she said to me after the set was, that was hilarious. Some of the best comedy I've ever seen. And my mom is not nice to me. I did a re- I did I remember when COVID started, I did one of those reaction videos to bad music of 2019. And it was great, it was hilarious. But my mom, the only comment on my Facebook was, that was 20 minutes of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> my mom is not nice to me. So when she goes, that was hilarious, some of the best comedy I ever saw, I take that as serious. But she goes, she goes, that was some of the best comedy you ever saw, but that's how your grandmother died. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. And the joke I had was, and this was, okay, I have two, I'll tell you one other joke before I tell you that joke. I have two jokes that I don't say when my girlfriend, (laughs) the only two jokes, one one she was offended by, the other one I didn't even tell in front of her because I knew she was going to offend her by. But the one, the one that she's always like, the only one she's ever got offended about is like, me and my girlfriend, we're in a loving, I love my girlfriend. We've been in a relationship for Two over at the time we were in a relationship for two years, and she looked at me and she goes, Preston, do you ever think we're gonna have children together? And I looked at her and I go, Not the way we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that guac keep on getting yeah, in the yeah. fucking way, dude. Fucking, <laughs> which, which is a we great, need to figure that situation which, out. I, I love that joke because you don't see it coming. <laughs> like you don't see it coming. It's such a nice, wholesome setup, and then you just rip the rug out. And I love that, but she but I I told that joke the one time she brought a friend to the show. <laughs> and her friend just looked at her just open-jawed in disgust, like, really? And I'm just like, it's a fucking joke. But the other one, and this, this, this is what? This is one of the, I think this is the worst joke I've ever written. It, it, so I should probably tag her in this episode. No. No. <laughs> she has not heard this one. Oh, boy. She has never heard this one. And it was uh, my girlfriend, me and my girlfriend, fucking the other night. We're fucking pretty good. And she goes, oh, Preston, I want you to come inside me. I go, babe, I'm not going to do it. I go, we're, we're fucking 19. And she goes, Preston, I want you to come inside. I go, babe, I'm not going to do it. She goes, Preston, I want you to come inside me. I go, babe, we are all out of coat hangers. 
How would she not like that joke? I don't, and I don't that, see any offense and, and to honestly, that. And honestly, you know it's a joke because coat hangers would rust. <laughs> With all the acidity in there. Yeah, probably would. You can't. <laughs> God. I remember I, I did a fucking show for a buddy's uh, album debut. So we had a bunch of uh, musicians up there, and it was me and Zach Dresch yeah. to do a half an hour fucking set, which was the longest set I ever fucking did. And, you know, I advertised it for quite a bit on Facebook for a while, and it was over at Biggs. However, um, shortly before I was about to go on, my father and mother-in-law show up. No fucking idea that they were coming to my fucking show. <laughs> and I went up to him. I'm like, hey, awesome that you're here. This is fucking awesome. But hey, I have a couple it's jokes. It's going to get weird. I have a couple <laughs> jokes that um, is particularly about what I do to your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and I do not have enough time to take it out. Okay. So you're going to hear some shit. And it was my Dorito and sour cream joke. And, oh, that, uh, oh, that's just so bad. That's a cringe joke. Oh, I know. I, oh. And I love it, but I fucking did it in front of them and they laughed their fucking asses off. See, okay. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah, okay. Fucking so awesome. My favorite response to a joke, and I'll tell you the joke that I got this to last, it was to my girlfriend. I run almost all my jokes by my girlfriend. Uh, just because she's a great. Also, I know when I write a terrible joke, if she reacts terribly, I go, "That's a good one." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, Alex Anson posted a meme on Facebook that was, it was some Twitter tweet that was just uh, crazy idea, sex, but women come too. <laughs> kind of funny, and I commented, "What you mean like they wake up?" <laughs> and my girlfriend, and this is my. F- Favorite response to a joke was, ha, 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 that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they have a knee jerk reaction to laugh for five seconds and they go, oh, that is terrible. See, that's what I like. I, I like, <clears throat> if you haven't noticed, I know you've seen me perform a little bit, um, but my favorite responses are the cringes. Yeah. Yo, you're a cringe. Like, I, I feel getting laughs isn't too terribly difficult but getting the entire crowd to really rethink <laughs> their whole entire life See? and their faith and everything because they know what you just said is something that they were thinking but they were not brave enough to fucking say or it is because everything that follows a cringe is a fucking you uproar. are a Bill Burr and that's what I fucking love. I love I love pushing the boundaries and then fucking breaking through them. See, okay, that's my favorite fucking thing. If I can make you, if I can make a crowd just go, oh my fucking god, right? That is great. And the Boozless show when I told that Dorito and sour cream joke was the first time I actually had a sober crowd paying attention to me. I didn't even finish the joke. I just said, you know, after when I came on her back. <clears throat> I decided to do one last little good job and scoop up the last bit of sour cream before I even said like they already anything. Got it. They already f- and the whole crowd was like, "Oh my fucking god!" And that was the greatest moment for that joke I've ever done because you know most of the time when you do a set, uh, especially at a fucking bar, 
90% of people don't give a shit that you're on stage. They're yeah. fucking drinking, having a good fucking time. But at this Boostless show, everybody was sober. Everybody was just watching you constantly. See that? Okay. And honestly, that Boostless show, I was kind of apprehensive about doing it because my whole stick <laughs> is I don't want to have a fucking drink on stage. Was that the one I hosted? Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. Have, to, I have to say one yeah. story since we were talking about my mom. Uh, that was one of the first big gigs I got after COVID, and like I was hosting, and it was a big show, and it was well promoted and all that. And so my mom was going to rent. She does shit like this all the time. She, she, we, she does. She's actually she's new money. She she started. Um, she runs Lyft in Watertown. She made a hundred thousand dollars last year. Jesus, running Lyft and Uber. That's fucking awesome. That, yeah, no, so straight up. So she's new, buddy. So she was straight up going to buy or, or rent. Like, for my 21st birthday, she rented a party bus just to drive us from one town to another because we partied in the bar that I grew up in because <laughs> my mom was a bartender. So from, like, 2 to, like, 10, I was just lit. I grew up in this bar. So my first drink, so we started. Oh, yeah, you have to. You yeah, fucking so have we, to. So, we, we, so, like, we started at 10 because I, I turned, um, 21 midnight on Sunday, Sunday morning. And so Saturday, we just started drinking at the bar there because I know the owner, they'll let me drink, blah, blah, blah. Small town bars, dude. They don't oh, give yeah. a fuck. But then when the cops come, you run straight out the back door. But, but, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But so they let us have the party there, and then she rented a party bus and drove us there. So she was going to rent a party bus to drive all my, the, my friends and family and fans I got in Watertown. I will actually say this. My mom is a well-known person in Watertown to the point that I usually got recognized as, oh, you're Deborah's son? And she was giving a lift to someone and goes, oh, you're the comic's mother. And she called me just to be like, hey, the scripts have flipped. (laughs) (laughs) But she was about to rent a party bus and and drive everyone down here. And Will, who hosted the Boozless show, he does those Boozless shows because he's sober now, God bless him. And um, he he he's like, uh, you know, your mom, your mom knows you can't drink at the show. There's no alcohol at the show, right? And I go, yeah, she knows that. And like, they might show up drunk. And she goes, that's. He goes, that's fine. He goes, she knows that she can't bring liquor into the establishment, right? And I go, at some point, I'm not responsible for my mother. <laughs> <laughs> She's a strong, independent woman, dude. She can make her she, own fucking at choices. At some point, I'm not responsible for her. Yeah, that was, you know, like, and I remember I did a fucking joke um, that night, and it was completely organic. Um, I kind of thought about I it a little those. bit. I love them. But organic's it was, my favorite. It was about, you know, how parents are failures um, at life when it comes to their kids' birthday parties and how they bring them to a fucking skate rink or watch a bunch of mouth breathers jump on a trampoline for fucking hours at a place that doesn't serve alcohol. And then it just fucking clicked to me on stage. And I just looked at the fucking crowd and I just fucking like looked at them like, Ugh, <laughs> at the fucking boozeless show. Like, that was that was pretty fucking fun. I... I uh, I like having a beer on stage. Right. And yeah, that was yeah. the first time I ever did a show where I did not have a beer on stage. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got I to gotta get out of here soon. I'd love to do this again for sure. Uh, you want to... Okay, how old are you? Uh, 32. Okay, so I know an interesting statistic is the reason I'm still alive. Um, that if you live to the average age of 80, which is a good estimate depending on how mean you live... 
I I got until I'm 35, and then I'm kicking the bucket. Right, right. Like <laughs> I, 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 I'm literally. I, I I honestly believe I live I live three years at a time. That's literally. That's not a joke. I truly believe. I believe that as much as I believe your soul gets reincarnated into birds. But there's an interesting statistic that if you live till 80, you will not hear the best joke you ever heard until you're 45. So if I, if I plan on living to 80, till 45, I can give up after that. So, yeah. so uh, you're not 35, so you have not heard the best joke you have ever heard. So what is, so far, the best joke you ever heard? And I'll tell mine. Mm. You want me to go first? Um, if you need time to think? It's definitely... Uh, it, it's... It's a tie between Bill Burr and Anthony Jeselnik, but I would have to say it's Anthony Jeselnik. His joke was, <clears throat> you know, his next door neighbor, <clears throat> um, older dude, had Alzheimer's and everything. And, you know, he would come over and he would start talking about, I'm going to fucking butcher it because I don't remember it too <laughs> fucking well. I'm ruining this. I'm ruining this brilliant fucking joke. And, you know, he starts talking about um, the guy with Alzheimer's starts talking about his fucking wife and everything and how um, Anthony is like, well, you know, she, you know, she passed away a few years ago. And all of a sudden the dude gets like a smile on his face and like, that's the best fucking news I ever heard. And since he has Alzheimer's, I get that opportunity to tell him that every fucking day. (laughs) I'm just like, Jesus Christ. And it was something along those lines. And I just laughed my fucking ass off. I'm like, God, why it's, 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 it was one of those jokes where that's the type of comedy that I fucking do. And it's like, God, why didn't I think of that? It pisses me off when I hear a great joke. I'm like, God, fuck. Growing up in high school, I had that type of, comment i remember specifically the first time i ever met i ever um knew read your crowd which was i had this joke i told in high school that i, I kind of i don't know if i wrote it ever it's a fever dream or blah 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 you know i assume all the i used to fucking in middle school i used to steal fucking stand-up routines and just tell them in middle school just to get a laugh because because just to work on delivery and that's when i realized i did have good delivery but i remember the one of the jokes i had was i cannot wait till i turn c now i can't beat to wait can't wait to be like oh this is what i thought this was my lamborghini and i told that to my english teacher she just looked at me straight face and goes my dad died of alzheimer's and i was like ah oh, read your crowd <laughs> but, but I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you the best joke i ever heard uh, I, uh, I i heard this one from an old man and um i actually heard it on a stand-up special and i, I re- remembered it but um I'll, I'll do this one with an irish accent because i love my irish accent no, no, I got, uh, yeah. So there, there's a Irishman and a Scotsman. They're on a golf course. And you know the kind of grudge between an Irishman and a Scotsman. That's kind of a deep grudge. And it was not only was it a grudge between an Irishman and a Scotsman, they were also just rivals on the golf course. So there's already some tension. It's the last, hole, last putt on the 18th hole. The, 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 the Irishman needs this one to win. And, um... He's about to line up, back swings, puts it over his shoulder. All of a sudden, the funeral procession drives by. Well, he puts down his putt. He takes off his hat. The Irishman says a prayer for the dearly departed. The Scotsman goes, 
Oi! It's one of the nicest things I've ever seen. The Irishman goes, Well, we were married for 35 years. It's the least I could do. Uh, that's pretty fucked. Uh, I'll, I'll leave you on that one. And I hate. To, I, I hope to be back. Oh yeah, I, I will be back. I, uh, this was a lot of fun, dude. Honestly, I, I hope we get some more shows in. Oh yeah, goddamn, better believe it. Yeah, yeah. we have the fucking. Uh, I'll show roast. up next time. Yeah, we, yeah. No shit. Uh, if you don't know, I, I, if someone's, I don't know if it was on the show I was supposed to be on, but I was I, I supposed we, to I be think, here. Yeah, I think we gave you shit. I think we we definitely commented on it. Uh, I think we called you a piece of shit. Yeah, probably. I believe it and I deserve it. <laughs> But in my defense, I just said, is there a spot available? And he said, yeah, we start at blah, blah, blah. And then when blah, blah, blah came, he's like, why aren't you here? And I was like, I thought I'd make it. I didn't. I was I was coming back from up north. Oh, <laughs> the great north. Oh, great north. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to say this. You're, you can catch fucking Preston and myself uh, January 29th for the roast of William Conway at Boss's Comedy. Check out the video. There's going to yeah. be a video. We're going to have a we're going to make a whole spiel about it. You're going to pay 99 cents for it, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah we're going to make you pay something. We need our fucking Taco Bell, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I need that fucking taco. And a taco is <laughs> a, a buck 38, which I don't like. <laughs> Bullshit. I don't like that at all. So we yeah. might just make this a buck thirty-eight, so I can get a fucking taco. As long as you can get a press in a fucking taco. Yeah, I just want tacos. But yeah, January 29th, new bosses comedy location, five bucks at the door. Uh, yeah, show up. And yep. If you don't, well, you have nothing else going on, dude. Your life is a fucking. What can you get for five dollars besides tacos for me? Maybe a fucking hand job from some crack whore behind the fucking. It ain't even worth yeah, it. She ain't not. trimmed her nails. No, dude, it's not. It's not. If you ever shave your balls and fucking nick your balls, like, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Blackbeard the fucking bastard. I'm Preston Williams. This was Good Times Arsenic. See you guys next time.